<laughs> what are you doing? That's, that's, that's what I've got left. Brofist. <laughs> Brofist to you all. Oh, I come to you today as a broken man. I have nothing left to give. I have nothing left to give. I've given it. I've given you everything I have in my soul. I've given you everything. Music stopped, right? There we go. I've given you everything I have. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Take it and run. Oh, mother of God. Mother of God. What a day. What a day. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Have a monster. We're on the water. Ask about the thing. <laughs> Ask about the thing. I tell you. Today brought me uh, great sadness. I believe I am uh, playing the game as I sadly believe a lot of people are playing the game. I don't know why you're playing this game. I have no idea. I can't... I can't... I can't comprehend why anybody would still be playing World of Warcraft if this is how you play the game. But besides that, that's not why we're here right now. I'll do a video... And you'll see all the fucking joy, and you can uh, you can live through the dream with me. Mm. Really sad, but beyond that, that's not why you're here today. It is, of course, drama time. So we can relax. We can kick off our shoes before I jump back into the hell later on. Maybe I don't know if I can even face more of it. I'm I'm genuinely serious. <laughs> I don't know if I can face more, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were here last week, you might recall that we talked about the Raiding Manifesto. Does anybody remember the Raiding Manifesto? I have in front of me the Raiding Manifesto. <laughs> the actual Raiding Manifesto is in front of my eyes as I sit here looking at you wonderful people. I have it in front of me. It's unfucking believable. <laughs> so I bring to you, ladies and gentlemen, the raiding manifesto. So to put it into context, for those of you who weren't here last week and didn't watch uh, on YouTube, um, a guild that could not kill even even just as they were a nighthold guild. Uh, just even though it was just before Tomb of Sargeras came out, could not defeat Spellblade in Mythic. They were four out of eleven. I did Gul'dan Mythic this week with my guild because we uh, one shot everything on Taurus. Uh, funny, <laughs> one tank, one healer, <laughs> eighteen DPS. Interesting change from the last time I was at Mythic Gul'dan. I've got to say, interesting change. Uh, either way, they're a, a Mythic Nighthold guild. They cannot defeat Spellblade. I've got Frost. What do I do? Can I count to ten? I cannot count to ten. What do we do then? <laughs> it's all, Spellblade is a very difficult thing to manage. There's lots of count. There's like eight people. They all need to count. Then you need to touch... It's very... It's a complicated... It is. It's actually quite hard. It was quite hard at the time. It was like a five-healer fight, I think. It was crazy. But this is where these guys were just before the Tomb of Sargeras came out. 
Uh, just so in context, not the best guild in the world. Let's say that not the best guild in the world, but still a mythic raiding guild, which puts you in like the one percent of WoW players, because that, that's the truth of it. Okay, the raiding manifesto. <clears throat> These are your performance guidelines. Progression rating. Bold. Underlined. Since it is not fair to ask so many people to be online 100% of the time during raids, our thought is to have 20 participants and 3 backups for each raid. Everyone else will not be required to be online during raid time. So, if you don't get picked for the raid, you don't even need to show up. You can go out with your friends. No worries, dudes. We don't care about switching comps. Not a thing. For those who are on backup, we will not require you to be online 100% of the raid time. But ensure that you are there at the beginning of the raid and be available on Discord for the entirety of the night. If we need you and you are not available, you will be marked as not showing up. So if you are one of the promised who are selected as backup, you must sit in Discord all night. Otherwise, you might as well not bother. <laughs> Even if you're not going to get a raid spot, three of you must sit in Discord all night. For those who have been selected as sitting, we don't require you to be online or available. If you prefer to do something else that night, you can. If you are sitting and happen to be online and we need you to come to the raid, we will give you an attendance point. Which you need for loot, by the way. If you ever want to get loot, you need these magic magic points. They're not DKP. They don't use DKP. They use magic points. So if you are chose to sit and you happen to get in the raid, you get some magic points. <clears throat> now the reason for this, this is justified. This is justified, friends. Don't worry. The reward for being online... And hoping for a chance to raid is being able to raid. You deserve no further reward. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You don't need any reward or loot. The fact that you got into the raid, that's reward enough. Isn't it? That's reward enough. Yeah, that's reward enough. We will require everybody to update their availability on the calendar two weeks in advance. This will be more important than before, as we will need to rely on it to rotate people appropriately. Bold! If you do not update your status on the calendar, it will be assumed that you have declined to raid. For farm bosses... We will try to rotate people based on loot needs. If more than 20 people still need loot from a particular boss, priority would go to those in our progression group, just as it takes into account performance today. Something to note is that for underperforming people, we would rotate you into the group once the majority of people no longer need loot from the farm bosses. Now, <laughs> whose progression, whose rotation group, right? Who gets to qualify as rotation group? Well, you might be interested to know that the progression group will consist of rank SS, SA, AS, and AA. I don't even know why you asked. That should have been obvious. The rotation group will consist of people who rank AB, BA, BB, SB, or BS. Okay? 
right? However, though, if you rank C, <laughs> if you are C rank, <laughs> you're in the underperforming group. You're in the underperforming group. So, as an example of this system of rotation through progression back up and sitting, progression group is always invited. So, if you are SSSAAS or AA, you are always invited to all raids. And you have the option of sitting for farm to help gear rotation members and underperforming members. The rotation group, that's ABBABBSBBS, uh, <clears throat> they will be rotated evenly for both farm and progression as best we can. Promise, definitely get you in. If you're underperforming group, C rank, you will be rotated in for farm boss loot when the majority of progression group and rotation group no longer need loot. Okay? So, raid one will be progression group plus rotation one. Back up farm loot equals rotation one and sitting everyone else. Raid two will be progression group plus rotation group two. Back up farm loot, should you need it, is rotation two. And sitting is everyone else. Are we all up to speed? Oh, no. Okay, good. Excellent. Now, how do we get our scores? Good question. How do you get the letters? Performance. It's all about the performance. While assessing individual performance is a daunting task, the officers really have of your best interest at heart here, and being some rune for not being 100% objective, the guild will use the letter scoring system with one category for mechanics and another category for performance, based on sims. We do not feel as a guild that 5k DPS or even 50k DPS or HPS is enough to concretely say that this DPS is better than someone else simply considering the rng of many classes so we believe that it makes sense for us to use the s a b c and d scoring systems now there's been no mention of d so far you don't want to be a d that puts you out of there you're a d oh. dude because you're a dick <laughs> did you get it i got it i got it i, I got it without the explanation actually <laughs> the guild officers are going to evaluate each member with a rank whereby each calendar month or as required slash requested that's in bold we will as the officer team review your performance and then update your rank for each category if you disagree with your ranking you should schedule a time with the officers to present us a case as to why you feel your ranking is not accurate through sims and actual logs in bold, it is the onus of the raider to contest their rank with sims and logs. Okay? Are we all clear? Good. Now, the important thing here is your rank will not be public. Won't be in your guild, no. Won't be anywhere like that. You will know your ranking, but it will not be shared with the guild. If you are ranked SSSAAS or AA, you will be included in the progression group. If we end up, perhaps... And this is great. This line is amazing, by the way. Remember the guild's progress. Got it in your heads? Good. Here we go. If we end up with 25 people ranked that high, we will take turns sitting for raids. Side note, we would likely be a top 100 guild. All right? Eh? Think about it. 
people get ranks with those letters? Oh yeah. So they kept them separate? Oh yeah. Because you don't want a D in the A. You don't want a D in the A and you don't want a D in your S. You don't want a D in the S either. No, but you might want to S the D. You should S the D by rights. Always. Always S the D and probably L the R. I mean, at some point you're going to want to be your L all over the T's. But let's see what our performance suggests. <laughs> now, for ranking purposes, you will add your DPS, HPS rank plus your mechanics rank. So those, se those are separate, right? Your DPS, HPS plus your mechanics rank to get your score, right? We're going to get your score. For example, in my case, we'll use Preach as the example here. Here's Preach's self-assessment. I, of course, rank S for HPS. Goes without saying, best HPS in the world, right? However, I only get an A for mechanics. That's because Preach fucked up the Tychondrius soak for the swarm on our first pull of that night. And he pads the meters. But he never missed it after. So my progression rank is SA. Right? That's how we get there. We pulled Tychondrius. I fucked it up. I never messed it up again. But that's going to be a black mark. That's going to take me down from that S rank all the way to the A. I have an attendance of over 90%. And I also have a bonus. Now, we didn't talk about the bonuses, but there is a Brucey bonus. And that is, of course, my etiquette score. Huh? Is that your bedtime manner? I tell you what, I'm a nice guy. Do you cuddle afterwards? I have an etiquette score, wait for it, of S. Boom. Right? So I am eligible to raid. <laughs> yes! <coughs> okay, let's break down these categories a little bit. DPS and HPS. DPS minus sim versus DPS. Done during the one to two bosses being the best progression my character has done. Let me run through that again so the math is all square. It's DPS minus sim versus DPS done during one or two bosses of best progression. Okay? Currently, this would include your sim, and it has to be on a light movement fight versus, say, Mythic Triliax and Mythic Croesus. Your heroic passes, this is in bold, your heroic passes don't mean shit, right? You, hey, don't mean shit, right? You come at me with a heroic pass, I'm going to piss all over your face, stick me dick up your nose, and literally explode. What is important to us as a guild is your ability to pull DPS during difficult content while still meeting your sims, all right? Sims will be considered by the guild and the officer team to be the gold standard. The gold standard is your sim DPS, all right? That's the gold standard. In some cases, I love this bit, progression, progression raiders, are you ready? In some cases, we may consider looking at the top World of Warcraft logs for comparison. <laughs> so, we're putting 100% faith in the mathematically calculated damage of light movement fights, in, in in tricky situations, we might look at what people are actually doing. Only in like certain situations, we might look at reality. Uh, but for the most part, it, we're looking at the math, all right? So, I mean, who's going to argue with math, right? Ha <laughs> ha, you flat earth fucks, idiots. Okay, <laughs> so, 
S rank. What does it mean? Let's move through these. And D is on here too. S rank meets or exceeds your sim value. Or 95% plus Warcraft logs. Okay. So if you're scoring in the 95th percentile of Warcraft logs, we're going to give you the S. We are. We're going to give you the S. Um, that's going to be it. Or if you're like meeting or exceeding the gold standard of mathematical calculations. A is if you're within 5% of your sim, right? If you're in 5% of the maths or you're scoring between the 80 to 94th percentile, that's going to be an A rank. <laughs> yeah, if you're above the sims. Are you not listening? <laughs> Are you not? Will you guys pay attention? If you're above the sims, that's going to be the S rank, okay? A B rank is if you're in 10% of the sim, Okay. Uh, or scoring in the 70 to 79% of Warcraft logs. All right. So if you're in the 70 percentile, that's going to be a B rank, boys. The C rank, though, if you are a shitter, that's 15% of the sim. And that also means 60 to 69th percentile Warcraft logs. Now, where do we fall, team? It's going to be the D, isn't it? The D is anything below 60% of Warcraft logs or are you below 15% of the simulation when assessing Warcraft logs we'll look at your relative item level and legendaries for the last two weeks for your specialization right we use relative item level for your specialization because it enables us to compare you to your equivalents right Understanding that performance via specialization, it varies fight by fight. RNG and extraneous situations happen, which may affect your performance. Such as being told, you should AOE here, and you should single target here. It might have an effect on your numbers. We're not stupid. Sims are the gold standard. Perhaps you get targeted by orbs on Croesus. And that causes you to drop your DPS. These will be taken into consideration in your evaluation. But it is expected that you can identify this by logs. Now, side note here. This has been put in red because it's not really finished. Uh, concerning HPS, we really need input here. As we had several thoughts on this, but we have still no great objective ideas of how to measure healing. We just can't think of anything at all but dps is easy all right on to the mechanics category then the mvp of your raid group hands up put your hands down dickheads it's me the mvp of your raid group isn't the person at the top of the dps meter <laughs> put my hand down right <laughs> hey andy 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 all right <laughs> all right <laughs> It's the person who hasn't died by standing in fire for three months. Oh. Hey, what class can stand in fire for three months? Must be a warlock. Doing elite DPS is rare. But doing quite good DPS is somewhat common. A player who does quite good DPS and dies regularly to avoidable mechanics is nothing special. A player who does... So many examples here. A player who does quite good DPS and dies rarely to avoidable mechanics is the best prize a guild recruiter can find. Eh? You're the best. A raid full of those players. 
even if none of them are at the top of a worldwide log rankings, is going to succeed, no matter what. Hey, isn't that inspiring? Isn't that inspiring? They're going to beat bosses. So, the qualifications for the mechanics rank. S, S rank never dies. S rank never dies. Never takes damage from avoidable mechanics. Is significantly reliable to assign specific mechanics. Jokes. <coughs> A rank rarely dies. Takes some avoidable damage. Is reliable for assigning specific mechanics. B rank, though, occasionally dies. Takes damage from avoiding mechanics. Avoidable mechanics. Sometimes misses a task that they've been assigned. A C rank. Frequently dies. Takes significant damage from avoidable mechanics. Cannot be assigned specific tax tasks. Now this is the best part here. The D rank. The only message in the manifesto, if you score a D rank in mechanics, it just says, if you end up here, we need to have a chat. <laughs> if you get a D rank for mechanics, we need to have a word. We need to have a word. <clears throat> if you have made the same mistake three times during progression content, your mechanical score will automatically be demoted by one and you will be replaced by a backup. For the remainder of that night's raid. This even includes the raid leader. Fuck. But now the bit that we're all waiting for. <coughs> the bit that Andy succeeds at every single day of his life. Trans fucking swag. Etiquette. Boo. The etiquette score. Suck that cock. Etiquette. Bonus points. Here we go. Bottom line. We expect each and every one of you to be a decent human being. You guys are all S rank, right? You guys are all S rank? Sure. Okay. This, if you're not sure, this is how you work it out. You treat your guildmates cordially and with respect. My guild's out. <laughs> That's my guild. has just failed miserably. You show up to the raid with flasks, potion, food, runes, with enough for you and to give to other several people. You don't only prepare for yourself, you prepare to feed, feed the whole raid with flasks, food, and runes. Everybody gets some. Oh, I'm an S-rank etiquette. Oh, you guys, you, oh, what? No, no. <laughs> you give to the guild bank, providing raw materials so that we can provide cauldrons, feasts, enchants for your use, right? You give to us, we give back. Yeah? Circular. Round and round. Yeah? All comes good. All comes good. You keep Discord clear for your raid leader during progression and boss fights. You take time to get your artifact weapon up to date. How is that etiquette? Did you farm AP? Wow, rude. <laughs> that is rude, mate. Mate, you is rude, though. Wow. Rude, though. What's your never crucible? Rude though. <laughs> Fucking rude, you. You must complete one mythic 10 each week with guild members. 
You help your fellow guildmates when they ask for help. Fucking hell. Can you imagine having to help everybody you ever asked for help in WoW? <laughs> Excuse me a minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> anybody want to come and help me do this totally trivial thing? No. Rude, man. Bad etiquette. You provide constructive feedback and input on guild matters and present solutions instead of chronically complaining. We'll have no drama here. Now, it does say in the etiquette, we all understand that real life takes priority. We are not asking you to be online 24 hours a day. We're not saying that, right? Don't take it that way. It's just that you put in an appropriate amount of effort into the guild and you respect your fellow guildmates. If you do not qualify for a B or a B... <laughs> if, you do not, if you are not at or above B etiquette, you are not allowed to raid. Right? So it's not only a Brucey bonus, but if you don't get a B, you're not allowed in. Okay. S rank, no concerns at all, is an A1 guildy. A1. You're A number one, man. If you get an A rank, sometimes you need to be asked twice. <laughs> I had to ask you twice, you A rank prick. B, a B rank means that you are concerning some people. You're concerning some people. You concern me, chat. You do. A C rank. A C rank often needs to be told to smarten up and has had warnings before. And the D rank. The dreaded D rank. Likely on the way out of the guild. Probably has harassment issues or is consistently disruptive to our raid. You're D rank, dude. Sorry, bro. Me? Yeah, you're D rank. <laughs> you're disruptive. To raid. Disruptive. <laughs> okay. Now, attendance is measured separately from the SSSAAAABBBBBBB. Uh, attendance, though. This is likely the only 100% objective metric the manifesto provides. Ideally, we want everyone to be at 100% attendance. But we all know, real life happens. It does. And when it does, we understand. As a guild and an officer team, we understand. Isn't that nice? They're so caring. However, if it happens so frequently that your attendance dips below 90%, then it needs addressing. Invites start at 5.50. Who the fuck is raiding at fucking 6 o'clock in the afternoon? What? With the first pull being scheduled for 6 p.m. In order to be considered present, you must be there in the instance ready for that first pull. Jesus. If you are late, this means that your points for the night will be deducted accordingly. One, you will be given 75% attendance for that night's raid. Zero if you are over an hour late. You will be replaced by a backup and you will be demoted to backup. This is if you like 601. 
because <laughs> the traffic was busy. This is it, you fucked. You may be swapped in at some point in the raid if the raid leader determines it to be required. Brackets, though, very unlikely to happen. Very unlikely to happen. Oh, I see, you're our main tank, right? And you turned up at 6.01, you fucking filthy prick. Well, take your etiquette and your fucking SA rank and fuck off, because we don't want you. What we've got in here... All right, you can come to the raid. But just remember that I fucking warned you in the manifesto. All right. If you decide you do not want to stay online for the remainder of the night, in case you are needed, you'll take a further hit to your etiquette score. And can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? If you do not show up at all, your attendance will take a proper hit. And that's all it says. Being late sounds way worse than just not showing up. All it says is if you, if, you, if you don't show up at all, your attendance will take a hit. That's all it says. Like, if you just don't show up, it's fine. Kind of. Like, it just says that. <laughs> okay. If, though, you are not at or above 90% attendance, you will lose your raid eligibility. For those who are on backup, we do not require you to be online 100% of the raid time, but to ensure that you are there for the beginning of the raid and to be on Discord for the entirety of the night. You don't need to be logged into WoW, guide. You don't need to log on to WoW. You just need to sit in Discord all night. Don't No, you're not going out. No, you're not raiding, but you don't, don't go and do something else. You gotta sit and wait. You don't have to be on live for WoW. What more do you want, fuckers? <laughs> the bottom line. Attendance will only be a factor for you. It's nothing to do with the officers. It's nothing to do with the GM. It's all on you. If you've been invited, included in that ride, raid night in some capacity, those sitting will not be marked as present or absent. And simply not included for attendance purposes. So we've got a finale here to the raid manifesto, manifesto, which is an example of Preach's self-assessment. HPS, oh, is this the same one? Uh, okay, my HPS, as we know, is an S. Because I passed 95% plus on Mythic Farm content. I passed 80% plus on Mythic Progression content. I had uptimes on Divinity, Prayer of Mending, and Toure usage are optimal according to websites. <laughs> and it leaves and I leave little room for further improvement honestly like <laughs> it actually says that <laughs> preach has little room for further improvement that's S rank baby that's the shit you want right there that's that's if you guys can get there if you guys can join me up here on this ivory tower then you just you know, oh crisp mechanics though I had an A remember the majority of my mechanics are pretty solid, from healing chromatic fast phase healing debuff to soaking back burning pitch ads on Croesus, and getting cake debuff while not dying. <laughs> this does not include cloak props, uh, procs, because I'm a holy priest. <laughs> so, if I, <laughs> so if I die but I'm wearing the cloak, that's all right. It's just one of my... I was just getting more mana, right? I was pulling my boy at east. I was just getting some mana. Intentional death, boys. Don't worry about it. However, however, 
I do have a lot of improve room for improvement, more so during new progression content. I personally feel like I could do, could improve at learning mechanics faster than I do. I feel like I should do a better job of anticipating and getting out of avoidable damaging mechanics. Etiquette, S rank, goes without saying. Attendance, 95%. I have been late to three raids since November. I have a kid. Oh, the excuses. I do have a kid that may impact my ability to be on time every raid, though I do my best to not let it interfere. Right? Making it, yeah, late to three raids since November. What a cunt, right? What a cunt. Thus concludes the raiding manifesto. Now, I'm not suggesting that all of you should go out and self-assess, but I think you could gain a lot as a community. I think we could all do that. I think we could all benefit from, I don't know, spending a little time. Uh, I will put this in a Google Doc and uh, link it so you can use it in your different guilds, okay? Uh, I think that would be wise. I think I think that would be wise. And pretty soon, if we follow those rules... I'm like 90% sure we're probably going to be able to kill Spellblade. I think we could go from not being able to kill Spellblade to being top 100 in like an hour. Yeah, honestly. So I'll put it in a Google document for you immediately after drama. Remind me at the end of drama to do it because I'll forget because it's Friday and after today I just kind of wanted to disappear into a drunken stupor. Well, there we go. Let's talk about lesbians. That transition was beautiful. I know, right? You think I'd plan this. Uh, okay, I need some lesbians. Uh, we need an angry lesbian. <laughs> he shall be, uh, uh, let's go with, ooh, Yovum. Let's go with Yovum. I know Yovum's an angry lesbian, I believe. I believe in that. Uh, we need... We need a not-so-angry lesbian. <laughs> Plora. Uh, we need... Um, somebody who's a Grinch. Which is nice. Uh, let's go with I'm a Mage. I'm a Mage. Thank you to all the Patreons, by the way. As you probably guessed, due to our situation. All our newbie project stuff is demonetized. What a surprise. Shock horror, isn't it? So thank you, guys. Otherwise, we would never have done that project. And we need a raid leader who shall be Neppy. Alright. We need a guild name! <coughs> we need a guild name, my friends. We need a guild name, my buddies. Uh, guild name, team. <coughs> okay, let me start and I'll get the guild name as we go. Hollow ballers to you, preacher, Mr. Ghost. Try to shave my legs, mate. And the glorious yet extremely filthy chat. <gasps> this chat's not filthy. Let's choose these guys. <laughs> says chill, chill, uh, ch choosing the guild names. Uh, the Douche Canoes, Team Spoopin, Muff Divers, Cockless Tarts. Yeah, they're not filthy at all. <laughs> Thumb Dippers, like it. <laughs> the Thumb Dippers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> the Thumb Dippers. All right, filthy chat. I wrote you a previous story, and you guys asked for more. Here it is. 
She is writing to us from Team Norway with a little story during the tomb of Sargeras. Here we go. As I mentioned in my last story, I am a casual as fuck, but elitist to the point where I consider things such as Tomb of Sargeras heroic to be casual content. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, shit. Not heroics casual curve though jesus jesus christ <clears throat> even though you told me to join team one again and try to ease the bants back in i did not i wanted to stay in team two i am too much of an altaholic and can't seem to stick with one character so here i was loving team two butting our heads against the wall versus such bosses as heroic mistress but then, something magical happened, my friends. Because our casual guild didn't like kicking people, we had a lot of bad raiders. And then one day, a post appeared on the forum with some of these bad raiders doing leaving posts because they had to quit raiding IRL. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh, you gotta quit raiding? Oh no! That's terrible. Don't go. <laughs> Please stay. Please. No. Oh, that's really sad. What are we gonna do? <clears throat> Several new people joined who were way better players. <laughs> and therefore. <laughs> Bosses started dying. <laughs> but alas, with new people, the seeds of drama came back as well. Our raid group was still establishing its core members for future raids and progress into Tomb with a new and improved system as to how we would invite people for it. It's not about a manifesto, is it? <coughs> we have a new and improved system of inviting people. We will finally toss away the awful, awful players and start inviting people with appropriate skills and gear. During this period, our raid leader, it was Neppy, our raid leader Neppy, started to talk about this awesome couple that was going to leave their current guild to join ours. He was super excited because they were a lesbian couple. Nice. Imagine being excited as lesbians joining. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> these lesbians joining the guild what a winner well imagine what it's going to be like we're going to hear the voices and not see anything so good so good the day came we saw that yellow text appear in the green plura has joined the guild now there is a funny thing here is that based on these character names <laughs> i can't say the character names <laughs> I science this on Andy. Alright, one of the lesbians is called Plura. And let's just say, so you guys get the joke, that the other lesbian is called Xena. <laughs> Do you get the idea? That was a bad one. Was it a bad one? I'm trying not to be rude. But let's say we know who wears the strap on based on character names. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> One's called like one's called like fairy cake angel wings. Yeah. And the other one's called Ivankovich. <laughs> anyway, for the sake of our story, uh, 
Flora has joined the guild. And then Yuvum has joined the guild. They were greeted with the classic welcomes and welcomes. Some casual green text chatting back and forth. And we asked if they wanted to join the Discord server to say hello. Plura joined us, followed shortly by Yuvum. We greeted them both with hearty welcomes and everything was alright. Now, Yuvum didn't say anything. Yuvum was very, very shy. But that was fine. She was sitting right next to Plura anyway. They both seemed like lovely additions to our roster, seeing as they both did reasonable damage and they could follow tactics. We got to know most of our core team fairly well because we were all hanging out in Discord all day long hitting that mupler. We all agreed upon using some form of a loot council to distribute items to those who attended raids at a steady rate. And slowly but surely, we would finally have our core. Within this core, we had Plura, we had Yuvum, and we had... I'm a mage. I'm a mage and I never really did get along. As I mentioned in my previous story, I enjoy a bit of bants inside raids and will try to crack a few jokes here and there, lighten the mood and have some fun. However, when I'm a mage was present, this was not okay. The weird thing is he never lashed out against anyone else, cracking jokes or saying irrelevant shit during boss fights. But as soon as I did, I was told to shut the fuck up so people could focus on the mechanics. Now, I might be wrong in thinking this. Maybe I'm being elitist. But if you don't know the boss well enough to have a bit of shit talk during something, say, as easy as Heroic Tomb, you shouldn't be there. I don't know about that. Some people can't function while there's talking going on during raids. <laughs> Some people, during bosses, anyway. Like, I can. <laughs> I could talk all day while doing boss fights. As I got most of my current guild. But my old guild, not so much. Not so much. There wasn't a lot of chit-chat during raids. Not to say people couldn't do it, but... Every guild's got some people who can't handle a bit of chat during boss fights. Even if it's easy stuff. I never talked over anyone else. But apparently me saying anything at all did not sit well with I'm a Mage. I don't know if I'd said anything to offend him, but that's just how it was. I couldn't stand the guy, and he probably couldn't stand me. His way of talking was the most annoying of it all. He spoke as if he was an all-knowing god of World of Warcraft, above everyone else. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before someone wrote a story <laughs> about you. <laughs> Maybe. Could be at the end. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> if he didn't agree with something, he would sure as hell let you know. And how he would have done it better. A typical conversation would go like this. Some random guildie from Discord. Let's do Andy. Oh, I love this video. It's so funny. You guys should watch it. You ever stop at me there, Pledge? Oh, really? I believe, you, I believe you started this. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> to which... I'm a mage, would reply. Actually, I've got better things to do than watch videos on YouTube. I make good use of my time. Now, should we continue playing this frivolous video game? <laughs> what a cunt, right? What a cunt. Hey, the next time someone says to you, oh, I've got better things to do than watch some video on blah, 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 blah. Say, You're playing WoW, you fucking prick. You dumb fuck. 
You're playing a video game that takes hours of time, you dickhead. What the fuck are you on about? You've got nothing better to do, bellend. So there you go. That's your reply. <clears throat> Other than my beef with I'm a Mage, though, everything was great in the guild. We had fun, and we were social. We even went as far as to make a page on the good book. Praise Zuckerberg. Everyone in our core group let people know if we were doing some plus pugs, if we were late for raids and so on. It became our little community. Plura was an incredibly social girl. Was constantly with us on Discord, cracking jokes, having fun. But her performance was somewhat bad. Considering she has best Legos and good gear. As the following weeks went by, Plura was now a central figure in Team 2. Prestigious. Right? We were progressing Kill Jaden Heroic. Neppy had finally started to use some, <laughs> use Warcraft logs. Wow. And actually read into what the group was doing wrong. How we could improve. However, looking at the logs, he noticed how Plura's logs were always grey. Being a mage with 930 plus item level and Biss Legos, None of us could understand how. He had to have a word with her. He let her know that she needed to improve. How to optimise her DPS on boss fights. To be able to continue progressing into Tomb of Sargeras Mythic and Heroic Farm. If everything stays grey, she'll have to sit out for other players that could potentially be better. This is what started it all. You see, earlier, Plura had no trouble speaking up against Nepi if there was a disagreement on how mechanics should be dealt with. But from this day, she would constantly agree with absolutely everything he said and be abnormally supportive of his every decision. He would say things like, I think we should leave the ads. And she would pipe up with, that's a great idea. It was weird and uncomfortable. And with a Team 2 leader slowly but surely getting drunk on his own power and authority, feeding his ego was the last thing this group needed. Neppy started acting like he was doing us a favour by creating the raids and doing the invites. He slowly deteriorated to a toxic guy, often reminding us that if he didn't send out the invites, there wouldn't be a raid. Whoa. Hey. 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 What? You think anybody can invite people to a raid? You punk. I don't. It's pretty hot. I made a calendar invite. You sound like someone I know. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Did oh. you not sign up? <laughs> I'll have you know that this doesn't even happen without me being here, all right? I make this whole thing come together. I am the glue and the foundations. <clears throat> I didn't mind too much, seeing as no one else could possibly be as toxic as the guy from our previous story. Bosses still died, people still got their loot, but hearing Plura's excuse as to why she might perform bad tonight because of her personal problems and her women's issues. Kick her out. You can't say I'm going to do bad DPS because I've got period cramps. You can. No, but... you, not to me. No, it's the thing that I'm saying, though. You can say that. <laughs> But you're just not going to get the response you want from a decent raid leader. <laughs> Boo fucking who? I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. 
Shit, why not? Oh, she might have a heavy flow. Oh, no, not the heavy flow. Can you imagine some guy rocks up? He's like, guys, I just gotta let you know, I might have a bad night tonight. I've got blue balls. I'm probably not gonna form because it's like I'm pissing treacle. It is. I was almost there. I just realized <laughs> what the raid time hit. I didn't want to get a B rank, so I went to log on. And now my balls really hurt. <laughs> like, I can't even sit in the chair. Oh, it's rough. And I cut myself shaving. It's fucking worst day. <laughs> worst day. Uh. <sighs> okay. And Neppy, in essence a good guy, was understanding of her personal issues, telling her that it was okay. Don't worry about it. Alright? <laughs> the heavy flow is fine. As the excuses keep coming week after week. Oh, we want all the excuses because she can't use that that often, right? Neppy started to look like he grew more and more tired of the bullshit. She would come with every new she would come with a new excuse every night. But due to her consistent ass kicking and feeding ass licking and feeding of his ego, she would still get invites. At least that's how I was interpreting it. This also landed her a lot of loot for her to help her with her DPS when she was feeling low. <laughs> yes! You know what this girl needs? He's doing shit DPS. More gear. That's all we should do. We should take it away from the guys who are doing well and put it over there. Just because you turn up and perform really well, you don't need the gear. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? This is, what, this is how it works from now on. Now, having the guild community that we had, we were mostly about bants outside of raids, and we would often write funny shit in each other's guild notes and just leave it there. You would... You would never know which day your note might change. But it was mostly all fun and games nonetheless. That is, until someone changed Plura's note to nice thighs. Could have been worse. Right? Maybe she had bad internet in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Someone changed her guild note to nice thighs. Apparently, this was not okay at all. I'm not savage. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing flared up into a shitstorm of how the guild was out to get her. Jesus. This is now a bullying, cyberbullying, cyberbullying. I might have an answer as to why she was offended by this. Oh, God. Okay. I might have an answer as to why she was offended by this. Being a member of the group chat on the good book, fucking Facebook. Never a good idea, boys. I knew what she looked like. She was a big girl. Not American big. <laughs> but big. <laughs> I, I mean, it says that in the story. There were several officer meetings during the whole incident, and it eventually ended with the guild master having to remove everyone's rights to change guild notes. And we would hear about it for weeks onwards. <laughs> oh, so nice thighs fucked it up for everybody? Man. <laughs> what a bummer. Who was the culprit? Who's the one who did it? Because if it was like me or Andy, we'd be sat there going... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> After all of this, I started to get up with Plura. Fed up with Plura and her shit, her constant excuses, and I stopped being nice to her. And it seems like the loot council was starting to get fed up with everything being overridden and given to her. 
She stopped getting loot, even when she openly asked for it. Plura did not like this. As we were casually clearing heroic tomb on farm night, one fated night, a piece of tear loot dropped. <laughs> of course, me swapping characters all the time, and I'm a mage being in the loot council. Loot council. I understand why I was not on the priority list of getting any set pieces, but it looked like it was my lucky day. Everyone within the same class already had tier set with current item level or above. I rolled for it. The loot council talked, and that sweet, sweet purple token entered my bags. Suddenly, we hear a snarky cigarette voice from Plura. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I would very much like to know why loot is being given out this way. How come you came to it, Pube? How come you came to this decision? I'm a mage. We've talked amongst ourselves and decided to give to loot the loot to those who need it the most. Okay. I don't think it's right that someone, Pube, who keeps swapping characters all the time, gets tear or <coughs> Someone else who's got use for it. A bit of silence ensues. And I thought to myself, you passive-aggressive bitch. Me and Plura were on a good tone. We had fun and cracked jokes at each other, but I was tired of this bullshit and ass-kissing, and I decided to speak the fuck up. Are you talking about me? You're not even in the same tier. I'm a priest. You're a mage. Why are you moaning? Well... Yuvan wants a tenth at Titan Forge's pube. Titan Forging her tear piece. And have gotten more consistent in her sign ups than you. Got pubes in her teeth. Oh no! You can't keep talking with a pube in your teeth, you gotta take it out. No, you keep it there. Ha! It's Imagine being unshaven. Am I right, player? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> You can't get angry at me for your girlfriend not getting a tear piece for Titanforge when it makes my four set. You understand that, right? <coughs> I just think she deserves it more than you. At this point, I was fucking done. Earlier, we were getting along. And this came out of nowhere. I stopped replying and talking to her altogether. I was pissed. Maybe it's because... Maybe it was because of me. <clears throat> maybe it was because me and lesbians don't essentially get along. But who knows. In the later weeks when we finally started Mythic, Plura was benched. <gasps> Jesus, that's nasty. It's too real, right? Plura was benched due to her underperforming on bosses. And seeing as couples in the guild's usually a two-person deal. Yuvum left the raid. We later found out that Yuvum was crying hysterically because she wouldn't raid without Plura. And we were getting yelled at by Plura for making Yuvum feel bad. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Plura's getting sat, Yuvum's not, but because the girlfriends, Yuvum has to leave. Now Yuvum breaks out into hysterical crying, to which now we're the bad guys for making Yuvum feel that way. With this, my passion for Raiding Tomb was gone. And I was pretty burnt out anyways. Thankfully, Divinity Original Sins 2 had released, and I'd spent a lot of hours playing this while all of Team 2 slowly broke apart. Quality game, mate. <laughs> Plura, I'm a mage, and Yovum, plus some other guys from Team 2, decided to move servers and start up a brand new guild. And legends say that they still raid together to this day. I'm set me back now, faction change to the Horde, with no real intention of raiding until BFA comes out. Hopefully I'll never have to write another drama story. But if they do happen, I'll be sure to write it to you again. Thank you for reading my story. Even if you don't get this far, have a lovely evening, everyone. I'm sorry if the writing seems frantic in places. I wrote it between breaks at work. <laughs> oh, no, we, no. We're all responsible in many ways for making Yovan feel bad. We really are. We really are. Uh, what time is it? Now, it is kind of late. Oh, shit, it's five o'clock. It is five o'clock. Uh, Alright, I'm going to do one quick one because I don't think Emma's home. Am I right? I've not heard anything. I've not heard, I've not heard anything. Nope. I want to get this story out because it's good. I like this one. Uh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> we need a boyfriend who will be Paul. We need... Uh, another dude. We need three dudes. Uh, Duncan. What a name. Duncan's a solid name. Alright, Duncan. Alright, Dunk. Big Dunk. Do you know what I've, I've started doing, mate? What? Like, some people that you've never met before, calling them Big Dick. Yeah, it works. Because it's... It breaks the ice. offended by being called Big Dick. No. How are you doing, Big Dick? And we'll go with Russ. Big Russ. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I have to go fast here because my family could be home at any moment. Hello, preacher, and that ghost. What up, big dick? And chat. I've been binge watching, binge watching drama time, and it reminded me of some drama in my guild a while ago. So here's two little stories for you. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Several years ago, I met my boyfriend Paul. This is written by a lady in a different MMO. We both we both thought the other was a great player, so we started playing with each other more and more. We also got talking about ourselves, and we clicked quite well. I revealed that I had a vagina, yet he didn't really give a shit or treat me any differently. We kept playing and talking, and eventually exchanged contact info. One thing led to another, and after a while, we moved in together and lived happily ever after. Ha! Jokes on you, mate. See. Last summer, Paul decided to give WoW another try. He had played it pretty hardcore before meeting me, being amongst some of the top kills in TBC, but burned out and quit. A decade later, he was curious to see how it had changed, so he started again. He didn't want to spend as much time on it as he had did previously, so he joined a semi-casual raiding guild. For a few weeks, I watched him raid. Although I had played other MMOs, I had never been in a raid before. It looked amazing. All those players getting together, coordinating on Discord, discussing tactics, cheering each other on. I wanted in. I bought the game and decided to boost a character so I could play with him as soon as possible. I had been a healer in every MMO I played. And they had an open spot for one. So my role was decided. I did a class trial of every healer, reading through their abilities, trying to figure out what made more sense to me. And guess what? 
It was the Blood Elf Holy Priest. I'll forever be grateful to the members of that guild for being so patient with me and teaching me how to play. I would die whenever the boss looked at me the wrong way, causing a wipe. Yet they encouraged me to press on. Help me out by calling mechanics on Discord and so on. They are truly an amazing guild. And now with that, I can actually dodge most boss mechanics with ease. I take it upon myself to take any new guildie through dungeons and teach them the ropes. After a few weeks, I got item level 890. Praise Jeebus. And the raid leader asked me, did I want to raid? I'll come if you think I'm ready for that. I answered, excited and nervous. Just do your best and you'll do great, he said. And indeed, I tried my best. I went to Wowhead and read the guides for all the bosses in Tomb, taking notes. I watched the Fat Boss videos twice. I read the Holy Priest Guide on Icy Veins to see how raid healing was different from dungeon healing. I looked up class guides on the YouTubes, which is how I found you. I grabbed flasks, enchants and gems. I went in feeling completely unprepared. Yet we survived and made good progress in TOS Normal. As weeks passed, we finished Normal and moved to Heroic. I will never forget the evening when we got Curve on Kill Jaden. After countless wipes, everyone cheering on Discord, congratulating each other. It was the most amazing experience I've ever had in a video game. Sometime during this, me, Paul, were promoted to officers and asked to help with raid leading. At the time, I didn't felt like I deserved it. I still felt like a newbie and we had so many vanilla players who were much better than me. <laughs> they can't be asked, believe me. But we were active and dedicated and we probably knew the boss tactics better than anyone else in the guild. As Antora started and a few of our usual raiders had RL going on, we were actively looking for more. One day, our guild leader told us in officer chat that he recruited a brand new warlock named Duncan. Duncan had been recruited because he had a huge Mythic Plus score. And seemed really promising. I was excited as we were lacking good players to push high keys with, and his Mythic Plus score was incredibly high. I wanted a good challenge, and I hate pugging. For the first few weeks, he wouldn't do Mythic Plus with us. Too plebby. He was bragging in guild chat about the latest high key he had done. At one point, he pushed it all the way to plus 20. No one in our guild had done that. The constant bragging, though, it was rubbing us the wrong way. But we figured he was just excited, so we ignored it. One day, he joined us for a plus 15. He was average. His DPS was mediocre. He took a lot of extra damage. And in spite of that, he would constantly complain about everything. You're doing it wrong! Pull more packs, not just one! was amongst the many things he said, even though it was bolstering weak. We disagreed about his suggested tactic. After a while, even the tank who's the most calm and chill guy I know got snarky with him and said, can you just let me tank? That's not how you do this. Checking while progress. It became obvious. He was pushing keys with people with a much, much higher Mythic Plus score than he had. And he was being carried by it. It became a running joke in the guild, though nobody called him out on it directly. He was getting on everyone ner everyone's nerves with his attitude, and people started avoiding him as much as possible. I was planning on having a chat with him. Give him the benefit of the doubt. 
let him know how he was coming across in case he didn't realise. But never got around to it before the drama moment. One evening, Duncan decided to grace us with his presence for an Antorus normal farm run. Our rule in the guild was everyone past 9-10 could join normal, but only the ones who distinguished themselves would come for heroic. I was tanking on an alt for the first time, and I was super proud of myself for getting the technique right on Agrimar. Yeah, Argus! Things went downhill. We had too many new players with low damage, standing in crap. Healers couldn't keep up, so we kept reaching in rage. Our usual raiders were getting tired. We agreed to call it for the night and get our new players some more gear for next week. All of a sudden, though, we're preparing to hearth away. Argus comes charging at us. The first hit, Duncan. Instinctively, I jump in, him, pop my defenses, and tell everyone to hearthstone and save themselves from yet another wipe. Duncan leaves the raid and Discord without a word. People are starting to ask on Discord, what happened? Did he do that on purpose? Was he trying to wipe us? Was he thinking it was one more try? They called him out for it in guild chat. Tensions high from his obvious attitude already. I decided it was time for an officer talk. Hey, I've been meaning to talk to you about something. Sorry I didn't get a chance to do so sooner. I genuinely think you mean well. But some of your recent comments, plus you pulling the boss and leaving without an apology, it left people wondering if you pulled on purpose. So it may be a good idea to clarify that. Don't get why though. Your guild is being really mean. Was his reply. I was so surprised to see such an obviously childish comment. He continued though. Obviously I didn't pull him on purpose though. They didn't react like that when other people pulled the boss by accident earlier on though, did they? Yes, because the other guildie immediately apologised for it on Discord. What about those guys who died on the boss, though? They caused the wipe, though? I didn't even hear them say sorry. Well, there's a difference between someone trying to their best and accidentally dying and someone who killed everyone on purpose. It's an accident, though. Why didn't they say sorry? They should apologise to me, though. They caused me to get repair bill. The conversation went on in circles for about an hour. He didn't want to admit that he was wrong. In fact, he was completely convinced that he was a victim. Left with no choice. <laughs> I had to say the words. I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like you're a good fit for this guild. And I hit the kick button. The other officers were cheering in officer chat before I even got a chance to tell them the whole thing. And many other guild members voiced the support for their decision in guild chat. But the drama didn't end there. Russ. Russ wanted, no, nay, demanded to know why Duncan had been kicked. I explained politely that he did receive a warning and he didn't respond well to that warning. Russ had joined our guild on his mage a few weeks ago and eagerly signed up for both normal and heroic raids. After doing less DPS in the tanks than the normal run, in spite of having a decent item level, he quickly figured out he didn't have much of a shot at heroic as we could easily just say, your DPS is too low. So he decided the best solution was to re-roll to a holy priest, telling people that you don't judge healers by HPS. You know what I mean, mate? Hey, sometimes you just gotta science it. DPS too low? Play a healer then, mate, because they don't work that way. 
And of course, that's not the main thing I would judge a healer for. Yet somehow, Russ managed to do less healing than if he would have just sat spamming Prayer of Healing until he was out of mana. And now, Russ was insisting that all reasons for why Duncan was kicked should be in the guild chat. I took it up in the pink and explained that I will not be publicly shaming guildies past or present, except anonymously on drama time, of course. So Russ said, how will I know that I won't get kicked then if you don't make it public? I told him we always talk to people, we find a compromise and we give a warning. We don't just kick people. Yeah, but if it's not public, how do I know that you're not kicking people just because you don't like them though? Because it's not public, maybe something else was said. How do I know that people get warnings if you don't do it in guild chat? How do I know that you're not playing favorites in raids? Because I've noticed that you only bring similar people to heroic raids. So I think something's going on. I met those people the same way I met you, Russ. They randomly joined the guild and turned out to be good players. It's not as if we're childhood friends. How do I know you're not childhood friends, though? You might be, and you might just be telling me that you're not. You need to say everything in guild chat. There should be no whispers allowed in the guild. <laughs> I wanted to tell him, do you really want me to say guild chat, Russ? You will never be invited for heroic because you do less DPS in the tanks and you might as well be AFK while healing. But I refrained. I am too nice for my own good, I think. The conversation went on forever until 3am going in circles with accusations of favoritism and various other random what-if conspiracies. I was tired of wanting to sleep. I told him, look, if you really think that the officers in this guild are in a conspiracy to not let you personally into the raid, why don't you join another guild or start your own guild? Or if you want, if you want to be involved in every decision. To which Russ said, I don't actually think the officers are doing that but i want transparency so people know when people are saying things this is really hostile towards me <laughs> i ended the conversation and went to bed it was clear it wasn't going anywhere and there was nothing more to be said the next day i went grocery shopping when i got home paul was playing wow he was typing furiously he looked beyond angry he was sitting at dalaran and the pink was covering his chat window What's up, I asked. Wondering if Duncan was causing drama after being kicked or something. It was Russ. I don't know how it started, but they had been chatting for over an hour while I was away. I looked at his screen to see what the conversation was about. And there was Russ. Look, you and I both know that the only reason guilds exist is to get other people curve. As officers, you should make sure that everybody you invite gets curve, as all the guilds do. <laughs> Paul has replied I understand that you want curve and we may even help you get that once we have it on farm and can easily carry people but right now we can't carry people for it well as officers you should speak to your officer contacts and get them to join the raid from the other guilds so that we can all get curve I burst out laughing to which Paul told me that Russ was convinced that all the guild leaders were all part of a different group that were managing who got curve, curve on the servers. <laughs> and who didn't. 
and that they randomly send high DPS, DPS players to guild raids. This is word for word. I'll put it in the text. Oh, I can't copy. Oh, believe me. <clears throat> to help players that had become members of guilds that did less DPS than the tanks in order to make sure they get curve. Now, <clears throat> I think this story is funny because potentially I'm involved in this. Maybe. Maybe I'm being egotistical. But maybe he's watched a video like one of mine, Find a Guild. <laughs> and now he believes, he might be really young or really high and paranoid, uh, <laughs> that just joining a guild is the, the, the what happens and then everything happens for you because the guilds have got it all signed. So potentially, maybe someone like me is at the heart of this situation. It's entirely possible that somebody would read into it and go, oh, right. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Hmm. A couple of days later, Russ writes in the guild chat that he's off to find a better guild as ours was not a part of the inner circle. Nightmare! We have made a guild, but we're not in the inner circle. We're not part of the team. You know what I mean? It all goes back to the team. As this one does not appear to be able to provide him what he needs. I can't say I was too disappointed about it. As I write this, I got curious and I looked him up on WoW Progress. I guess he's still searching for a guild as part of the Contacts TM network. <laughs> Since he still, he still does not have Curve and still hasn't completed a plus 10 dungeon in time. How very sad. <laughs> oh my god. It's true. That's the twist. It's totally true. All all guild masters. Uh, we all. Uh, I've been a guild master in the past, and I still carry the TBC tattoo of the guild inside. I was also a guild master in Wrath of the Lich King, so I carry the tattoo for that. So we we have to go for a secret meeting. Andy's a guild master. You're in the inner circle now, right? Best fucking guild master. Yeah, it's very much like uh, the Templars. You have to go wear a ceremonial thing. Stonemasons. Yeah, stonemasons, essentially. And you have to go and do that thing. Anyway, just, I'm out. I'm peacing out. I'm relaxing away. I will do the update video on today's atrocities and nightmares, to which I've screamed at Andy many times today. Not my fault. No, it's not your fault, but I did shout, not at you, but informing you of the situation. It's funny, though. Is it funny? Mm. For who? Me. I was having a great day today. The Google Doc. Yes, the Google Doc. I will do the Google Doc now. I will do the Google Doc. Uh, because I've got the raiding uh, manifesto. So I'll do I'll do that for you now and I'll link it on the Twitter machine. My wife just got home. We timed that really well. Uh, I'll do it for you now. All right, guys. Love you all. Uh, Emma's streaming tonight. Uh, and we've got no webshop, have we? No, we're golden. No. Yeah, we're good. All right. Love you all. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend, guys.